0: Is Hebrew Hits presented by JTriberadio.com? I'm your host, Malia, and I sit down with people who live by the motto it's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and today I'm sitting down with cantor Joel Kaplan, who is also the executive director of Yeshiva Dar Torah, located in Farakwe, New York. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. How are you doing today?
1: Great. I'm flattered to be here. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Well, can you tell me a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, yeah. We, we, we moved to uh, Farakwe in um, 1986, so uh we built, uh, actually, I was in the real estate business, and we built 22 homes. Um, I live in one of my own homes. So uh, by training, I'm an attorney, but I didn't end up practicing too much. Um, then we went into real estate, and then actually I spent most of my career um, running um, not-for-profits. I ran the uh, United Jewish Council on the east side for about 17 years, and then the Honorary Learning Center, uh, which is a preschool for development. with the late children on the Dacher campus, and and finally, the last few years, I've been executive director of Dache. I was president of Dacher years ago, and have always had a have my boys here and very much affiliated with it.
0: So, how did you get started with Chazanas?
1: Uh so that's um, so. I grew up in Borough Park in Brooklyn. My my father was Shlom in a shul called Bethel, a Borough Park, which is probably the, the world's most uh, prestigious position for a chazen. Uh he went for the rabbi, Rabbi sure, but the chazan then was chazen Moshe Kusavitsky, who was regarded as the best chazan in the world then and probably even now, uh, even till this day. And he, um, um, so once in chaz um, some of the boys will make him believe they were in the choir. He, the choir wasn't singing that Shabbos with the chazan. Um, with that you don't know, with the chazan, and uh, we were at the choir loft. They had a thing called the choir loft, where the choir was on top. It was very, yeah. it was very dramatic. The chazen was downstairs, and the choir was up there. And it had a blue and white, like a uh, background, like the sky. And we had gowns. Uh, so someone said, <laughs> "Why does your son make believe he's in the choir? Why don't you bring him and have him join the choir?" And then choirs then often had young boys who were. Uh, one of the, sang one of the parts, uh, the alto part. And the other parts were sung by men, professional singers. So that's what happened. My father brought me to rehearsal and um, I joined the choir and became a soloist um, over the years. And um, I sang with the great uh, Chazin Moshe Moshe Kosovitsky and that that was a a fantastic um, experience uh, for me. And uh, what happened was also that uh, there were then uh, records called the Pirche records, which, uh, a long time ago, but some of the songs you recognize, like, Anima Minya Bemuna. That's a famous song uh, that we sing even now. And that was my solo um, on one of the records. So when people hear that song, I was the one that introduced it um, many, many years ago. I wasn't a member of Piirchei, but um, when they were doing the records, they wanted to get some some good um, talent, I suppose, and they went to Bethel they saw the kids that were in the choir and they recruited us to sing on the records. And then I continued to study study Nusach, Hatfila, and the little Chazanis and voice, and that's how. Um, that's how it uh, started.
0: Before we get into Nusach HaTzfil, I just want to ask you, these choirs, was it only in Bethel, or did no a lot of shuls have it? A
1: lot of shuls had choirs. A lot of shuls, lot of shuls had chazanam. A lot of shuls had choirs. And for a whole generation of boys, it was an opportunity to start a musical career. Uh, a lot of chazanam uh, started out singing in choirs, and now it's, you don't have that now in shuls, now instead you have Miami Boys Choir, Yeshiva Boys Choir, and my grandson is in um, New York Boys Choir. So that's a different breeding ground. Um, but also it was um, a way for people to launch a musical career. So I studied voice and I went to what's called the Lucy Moses School of Music. So I yeah. learned keyboard and, and for a while I was um I was playing keyboard at Chasana's for the Messenger's Orchestra. And um, I was part of uh, the Orchadosh uh, singing group. So it was, it was an interesting and, and fascinating time for, especially for a young person.
0: At what age did you start singing?
1: So in the choir, about nine.
0: Wow. And then
1: nine, right? And for about four or five years, because then at about 13, 14, your voice starts, a man's, a boy's voice starts to change. And unless you're careful, you may you may lose it because if you use it too much when it's changing, it's very delicate, and sometimes that would that would um, mean the end of you know a career.
0: So what you didn't sing for like a few years?
1: You, what you do is you sing, but you do it under um, you, you don't push it as much. You don't perform as much, and your voice. First of all, you can't sing really as much because your voice sometimes you can't control it almost because it's it's undergoing it's like mm-hmm. undergoing as if it's um a repair job. You know, you can't drive the car when it's being repaired. So right. it's not being repaired, but it's changing. And when it's changing, you can't always control how it performs. So you have to It's
0: very interesting. A voice
1: yeah. is is so is so interesting because for example, um in the opera. Mm-hmm. In the opera there's someone Singing There's singing, 3,000-seat opera house. They're not amplified. There's no mics. There's a whole orchestra. There's a whole chorus. And the person that you hear is singing over everything. Now, you have to really know how to use your voice in an extraordinary way to be able to do that. And sometimes, you know, an opera, they're acting it out. This person was, you know, was stabbed, you know, and he's lying on the floor, you know, stabbed, and he's singing an aria over the whole orchestra.
0: With no microphone.
1: No microphone, opera is no heard. microphone.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. One more question about the choirs. Were these choirs that you sang in as a kid only on Shabbos and Yantiv, or was it like every day that there was a minion, there was a choir?
1: No, no, not if that was me. No, no. It was just a Shabbos yontiv, Uh But, uh, and also we did concerts. We did concerts uh, a number of times a year. Yeah, it was uh, interesting.
0: That must have been really fun to be a part of that.
1: It was. Good for your self-confidence. You know, you, at that age, uh, you know, you're part of a choir. If you're a soloist, even more mm-hmm. so, uh, you would get paid a little bit as well. And for, Oh, really? Yeah, for 11, 12-year-old, it would be... Uh, no, very nice, uh, very nice experience. Also, we would do weddings, a lot of weddings. And there's a song that, that we don't see now at weddings, but the Amale, where, where you would, uh, the boy would come down the aisle, raising his hands like this, blessing, like blessing the, the Hasan and kala. Oh,
0: wow. And
1: um, I mean, you get paid for that, uh, for that as well. So, yeah, it was interesting times.
0: Well, wow, that's amazing that you're a part of that. Well, I know you mentioned Nusach HaTfila, and I know that you are a part of the Nusach HaTfila initiative. Right. What exactly is the Nusach HaTfila initiative?
1: So forgetting about Chazonis, because Chazonis is really an elaboration of Nusach HaTefilah. Nusach HaTfila is the way we as Jews are supposed to daven. We know that Nusach meaning the words, but there's another dimension of davening, which is the melodies. And there's a certain nusach, there's a certain musical melody or musical motif that you have to have, that, that you have to daven with. Why? First of all, it's the halacha, it's the, the Jewish law. Um, the shulchanoruch, the ramah in the shulchanoruch says that you should not change uh, the minhagim of the community, afilu hanigunim, mm-hmm. even the nigunim you shouldn't change. Why? Because that's part of our masorah. Um, a sower, our tradition has it that the, for the best example that everyone will, will appreciate is Kol Nidre, right? If you come to shul and you hear whoever the chazen or the sheikh tzibur is, it's always like this. Kol Nidre. Now, let's say you come and you hear somebody get up to Davin and he says, you know, I don't like that melody. I'm going to make my own melody up that I like better. You can't do that. You don't want him to do that. Um, and he's not allowed to do that. So if you, there are certain, there are certain davening, parts of the davening, Rosh Hashanah Kippur, and Shosh and Shabbos, and even during the week, that have their own distinct musical motif. And that's the per- person, only a person who knows how to, that particular musical motif should be the one to daven. So it's, it's what we expect to hear when we come to shul. We want to hear that. Like on Yontiv, we heard, you have a certain thing in your head if you go to shul regularly. What I did was um, for Beth yeah. we're on the Chaza now, is I did, because um, um, we're, not, we're not in shul yet again, but I did was, we send that every week from the r- rabbis of the shul and myself, we send out something for the congregation to hear, so I or read. So what I did was I recorded, Kaddish, eight different kiddushim from around the, the the year, the Kaddish, which is supposed to hear Rosh Hashanah at night, kiddush we're supposed to hear Rosh Hashanah during the day, uh, yontiv, uh, tal before tal before geshem on on Shabbos etc., and I made a little contest. And if you have to identify, there were eight of them that I recorded. I said, if you could identify which one belongs to which davening, then you'll win. So we had, we had a winner. Um, really? Yeah. It was interesting. And it is, if you walk into shul and you had just fell asleep for 70 years and you woke up and you walk into shul and you said, I wonder what day it is today. And you walk in and depending on which kardash you hear, for example, you go, oh it's Rosh Hashanah. Or, oh, oh it's, it's a sukkah, you know, That's the that's for the and, Geshem. And that's why Nusrat feel is very important. Not Chazanis, not all, talking about Chazanis at all. Talking about how you should hear davening.
0: Why is it so important? I understand that, like, you're trying to keep the, the melodies the same, but why?
1: Well, because that's the halacha, that's the sower of our people, that certain davening, parts of the davening have to have a certain motif. Now, it does not mean that there aren't a lot of other parts of davening where you have free reign. For example, Kael Adon, you could sing almost any, any uh, melody. Um, there are a whole, uh, there's a great variety in Kadusha, you could sing a lot of different, there are certain rules, but not like Kol Nidre, for example, it has to be very, is very uh, precise. So you have, you have um, flexibility in a lot of the davening, at what melodies to sing and people take advantage of it. They sing all kinds of different melodies. But the important part is that the parts that have to have a certain Nusach, you have to adhere to the Nusach because that's, what, that's the tradition of our people for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And so we have to maintain that.
0: So what is your role in Nusach vila with this initiative? The
1: initiative? So yeah. what happened was that the, the only Orthodox cantor school, music school, in America is in YU. It's called the Bell School of Jewish Music. Mm-hmm. And it was going through some changes and that's where people could go to learn the Fila. And it was going through some changes and I was nervous that even that one place was was not gonna have the same impact on people to learn the Sachatfila. So I thought about it and uh, actually Rabbi Hayan suggested, why don't you go to the OU? Because the OU, has all the member congregations around the country, and those are the people that you want to train in those shuls to be able to lead the services, not as chazen, again, not about chazanis, to lead the services with the proper uh, nuzuch. And so we met with uh, Alan Fagan, who's executive vice president, and right away he, he chapped it, he understood the importance of it, and we hired, um, the OU hired um, Chazen, Chaim David Burson, who's now in Kahilas gestured in the city, a young guy who knows about social media, who knows about Chazonis and Nusach Hatfila, And that's what we did. We started to try to get as many resources so people could say, how do I sing? How do, what's a Nusach for so-and-so, for this davening? And on the website, you have um, a, a resource, so you can listen and say, "Aha! That's the way you sing this and this. That's the way you sing that." This
0: is available to anybody. Anybody could go on the
1: yeah. website and check it out. Yeah. So ou dot uh, org, and then put in "lusachatvila" search, and you'll come to that. Uh, we're always we need to add more more resources, and um, the best way to really learn is to have a teacher, but not always not always.
0: <laughs> So you started the whole Nosachatvila initiative, then,
1: of the OU, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah, and now it's becoming a really big thing that that not only that one school. What was it again that you said?
1: The Bell School of Jewish Music. So
0: not only them, but now everybody can hear all the tunes. And who records all the tunes?
1: So it's so Chaim David Burson recorded some some tunes. For example, what we did was we said who becomes the shliyach tzibur, who daven for the amud without having been trained at all. You know who? Someone who, God forbid, lost a father or a mother because the tradition is, you say Kaddish, but also if you can, you should daven as the, as the chazin, as the shliyach tzibur during the week. So you have people who may not have even gone to shul of the minion to daven regularly, but now all of a sudden they're thrust into this role with not only going to shul, they're the ones that have to lead the services and they don't. So, so again, with, with Alan, Fagan, Chaim, and David Burson, we created a CD. Uh, well, actually it's flash um, with drive a, with a whole array of questions and answers about what, if someone wants to daven, what they should know about, where to start, where to end, all kinds of frequently asked questions about, and we give it to anybody who's an Ovil. We say, here. This way you could learn how to daven during the week, during the week. And mm-hmm. Chaim David Burson recorded the regular weekday chakras so people could hear in their head how it's supposed to sound. That's wow. something also that the OU did. And that any shul could call up the OU and they'll get this, pack, this kit sent to, sent to them.
0: That is incredible. When do you have time to do this? You sound like such a busy man Like, and you have time to do all this stuff.
1: The truth of the matter is Chaim David Burson is the hero and uh, Alan Fagan is the hero. Chaim David is the one who has the talent and Alan Fagan is the one who recognized the need for it and followed up on it right away. So we're thankful to him.
0: Well, as a Khazan, do you have to practice or train your voice even Today?
1: I've been taking voice lessons at least once a week for the last 45 plus years. Wow. Well, people say, why do you have to take voice lessons? Don't you know it yet? Right. But the answer is that you, at some point, you, um, there's three, two answers. One is that you always want to build stamina. You always want to build range. You always want to build um, uh, your ability to learn a new piece, a new selection. You want to get coached in how you learn that piece Mm -hmm. But besides that, two other things. One is, why do baseball players, major league baseball players, why do you have a a hitting coach and a pitching coach and a conditioning coach? They're at the top of their game. Tennis players, the top tennis players, they have all kinds of coaches. Why? Why do they need the coaches? Because you want to make, first of all, there's always a a room to improve. And it's hard to improve subjectively. You need someone to guide you. And also, if you make start making mistakes, you may not catch it. Oh. And you make one little mistake and then it, draw, it takes you off, veers you off where you're supposed to be. So that's why you always have uh, you always have voice teachers and you always have um, uh, hitting coaches. This
0: is How did you decide who your voice coach would be?
1: I've had the same voice coach for the last 35, 35 years. Same, same one that Avram Fried goes to the same one that many other of the singers that we recognize uh, nowadays all go to. His name is Hershey Einhorn, and he understands the voice medically because sometimes people have issues with their voice, a polyp or a nodule, and he knows exactly how to work that out, and he understands the medicine of it, and he understands the techniques of it. So that's that's what we do. And also, as you get older, like myself, sometimes the voice starts to wobble, and... And this, and he's very much into making sure that it doesn't happen. You have to adjust the technique so that doesn't happen. And if you don't, then a voice, you'll say, oh, sounds like an old man. When I sing, I hope I don't sound like an old man.
0: <laughs> I'm assuming now a lot of khazans out there actually get voice lessons.
1: Yes, yes. Um, almost all of them have, have access to a teacher that may not go as regularly as they should or they want to. But they all have had, um, you know, they all have had uh, and have voice voice
0: training. Being a chazan, can you share some of your favorite moments?
1: I suppose my favorite moment is when someone comes over to me after davening and says, "Chazan, you know, you made me cry." Wow! Or you you really inspired me, or now I understand the davening much better. I I, I also enjoyed you know the songs as well, but that's really. What it's about—that's what we're we're there for—to inspire people, and uh, that's that's usually the best, um, the, best
0: the best feeling best, of being a Khazan.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's amazing how powerful a voice could be. Well, have you been a Khazan in any other places besides for Beth Shalom?
1: Yeah, I started. when I was nineteen. I was a chazen for uh, two years in two different shuls, just for Rosh Hashanah and Kippur to start out. In fact, I was a Khazan in Nocham Siegel's father's shul. Really? uh, Siegel, right. And then I was 21. I was uh, the chazan in Bradley Beach, New Jersey, once Mm -hmm. a month in all the holidays. And then I became the chazan in Ocean Avenue Jewish Center in Brooklyn for 10 years. Then we moved out here, and I was going back to Ocean Avenue every other week, but Mm -hmm. that wasn't a long-term situation. But... If you're a Khazan you like to be in a big shul. So I went to the white shul here. And they asked me to daven a couple of times. And then and finally they said, you know what? Would you want to be the chazan here? I said, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. For, and I was there for 15 years. Wow. And then 17 years ago, um, my predecessor in Beth Shalom, Chazan Ehrlich, came ill. And the shul was looking for another chazan, And here I am. 17 years later.
0: So you left the white shul, and yeah. you kept all the same tunes from the white shul, from all the shuls?
1: But always, we're always looking for new tunes that fit the nusach. Right. You know? So we'll, and in terms of halal, we're looking for new tunes. In terms of kedushas, we're looking for new tunes. In terms of kel adon, we're looking for new tunes. And so what we've done is, um, I'm always looking for new tunes, but besides that, uh, we have some colleagues on the west side uh Zebi Muller, Chaim David Burson and Yankee Lemmer, the okay. f- very fine Chazanim in the upper west side. And we shared um the tunes that we use. We traded around so that um oh. we had more more ideas for for tunes. What you know what works for them in their shawl may work for me also in, in Beshalom. For Kadush's I have probably about six or seven mm-hmm. e for each for each paragraph Six or seven okay. different tunes. Um, some are more, some are used more often than others. Um, but they're all, all generally sing along, and uh, so that's not really chazonacy, You know, it's more congregational singing right. rather than Chazonis. Chazondas is now nowadays. It's except in certain shuls. It's more for the concerts. Except if you're a great chazan like chazan Helfgat, who's in Parkie synagogue or. Chazan Hirshtick, who's in the Hamptons, there they're doing more chazanis pieces. And uh, people come to hear that. In most of the other shuls, timing is always an issue. What time are we getting out? Um, don't repeat words, et cetera, et cetera, So it's evolved, the chazanis, But again, nusach is underlying has to underline everything.
0: Do you have any advice for up-and-coming Chazanim?
1: Yes, the advice is study and there are people to study from and try to get as much Ahmed experience. In other words, if, if they ask you to daven for the Ahmed, take them up on it as much as you can. There's no substitute for that kind of experience to, um, and not to say, oh, I'm not ready yet or try because the more times you, you actually daven, the better you'll get.
0: Could anybody become a chazin, like at any age or do you advise people who have been singing for a while to really Get into chaz, chazanas.
1: Well, again, if, if their interest is in is in um, daven for the amud, so then um, it doesn't matter what age. It's a little harder when you're a little older. But again, the first thing you have to learn is nusach filah. and that's less challenging than singing a piece of chazanas. A piece of chazanas is more is more challenging than just learning than just saying the nusach nusach at Yeah.
0: Well, before we go, I've got one more question to ask you. Sure. This is a fun question. Okay. So, has your life as a Khazan taken you to any cool places or any cool events?
1: Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, I did the national anthem twice in Shea Stadium. That was really the Mets. when the Mets um, wow. were, uh in Shea. And it uh, takes me to a lot of different dinners where I sing. Um, obviously, every year we have a concert. Uh, with um, Chazen Helfgat, who's the best Chazen in, in the whole world, in and, and we always have another Chazen, so the three of us in the choir uh, sing, so that's always... But I suppose our highlight was when we, we went, we had a Cantorial Council of America um, convention in Israel a number of years ago, and we spent the whole week with seminars learning, you know, about Nusach or... Yeah. Um, there we go again.
0: But we also <laughs> had a
1: concert every night uh, in a different place in Tel Aviv. We had a concert and in Yad Vashem and the Great Synagogue, and that was really a very cool, um, a cool experience for, for all of us.
0: That's very cool. So I have, I'm very excited about the Shea Stadium thing. Um, yes, they
1: were too. Yeah, too.
0: <laughs> did you have to apply to to do that, or like how did you get there?
1: It was Jewish Heritage uh, a Day. Okay. And and so 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 the um, Jewish Community Community Relations Council that was involved with it uh, knew that I was a chazin, and They asked me to sing. So the 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 first interesting the first time I did so um, everyone was waiting you know to hear me from all my friends etc. If you weren't there, you could figure listener on the radio. The problem was on the radio mm-hmm. instead of them listening to you. Uh, the radio audience listening to you, they go to a commercial. They don't need to oh, hear Joel really? yeah. to sing the anthem. So um, all my friends, but what they did was the Mets, they give you a CD because they know that it's for you, it's a big thing. And they'd give you a CD of you singing it. So therefore, um, you know, it was, uh, I have, I, I have a And the first time, um, um, I suppose this is a, the, they asked how many tickets I need from my immediate family. So I said um, I need um, fourteen. I have a large family, Hura. So they said uh, no for your immediate family. So I said um, I forgot. Um, you know, my my mother or something. so. I said fifteen. You know, <laughs> the next time they realized, they, they said we have four tickets for you, and that's and that was what it was.
0: Oh you know? my gosh!
1: But on the, on the scoreboard, <laughs> you saw do Joel, they had it in, you know, Canter Joel Kaplan congregation, Beth Shalom. So it was pretty cool.
0: That is so that. cool. Were you nervous at all?
1: I was nervous because um, what they do is you have to come like three hours earlier. Wow. And they want you to go through it. They want to show you where you get to stand. And the person tells you, okay, when I do like this, you start to sing. And, um, you know, I did. And they wanted to make sure that, um, I suppose I wouldn't freeze. They want to know uh, if you want to have it. So there's a delay or no delay in your ear. Um, and um, I was thinking, you know, what happens if when he does this, you do freeze? What do they do? <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I didn't ask him, but I thought about it. I suppose they probably have a backup. You know, they push a button and there's somebody else uh, <laughs> recorded singing it. But um
0: Oh my gosh. It was
1: a cool, yeah, a cool experience. That is yeah.
0: very cool. And can I find that online anywhere or it's, you can't find it?
1: I don't, I didn't see it online. I have to look for the CD and I haven't listened to it in a while, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a nice experience.
0: That's very, very, very cool. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. That was Cantor Joel Kaplan. I really appreciate you being here with me today. Any last thing you want to say before we go?
1: My pleasure, and thank you so much. It's a, you have a great show. I listen to other other shows, and it's really terrific. Thank you.
0: Thank you so 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 much.